The Wrestling Podcast About Nothing is brought to you by BDA Radio. BDA Radio doesn't break news, they break the news with their wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head on over to BDARadio.com and check out all of the latest news on the UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. They are proud to be the voice of fans because they are fans themselves. BDARadio.com I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dementia? This is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Welcome to episode 33 of the BDA Radio exclusive edition of the wrestling podcast about nothing on BDARadio.com and the Podcast Radio Network. I am longtime pro wrestling referee Mike Crockett, and I'm joined, as always, by independent wrestling veteran, the kingpin, Brian Malonis. Hello. Hello, Michael. I'm just watching the results roll in from, from Monday's episode and liking the early returns. Yes, this past Monday on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network, we did a draft. That's what's going on these days. Everyone's drafting their football Speaking teams. Which, talk fast, buddy. I got one coming up here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, I've been told you're leaving early this episode <laughs> because you don't have the uh, time to dedicate. You're, you're far too busy drafting championship football teams. Is that correct? That's right. It's all going to pay off when I have uh, some more money to invest in this podcast at the end of the season, Mike. <laughs> here's hoping here's hoping but before we uh, get into the topic at hand about the draft this past monday we did episode 72 yeah. uh you snuck one in there just under the wire didn't you <laughs> well i sure did i sure did <laughs> it was announced on tuesday that donovan Dijak is at the performance center he is signed by wwe and you full well knew this fact, but you still use a technicality to be able to draft him as an independent on your team. Michael? Right or wrong? Right or wrong? Michael. I'm Michael. I, I have never been told by Donovan Dijak these words, I am signed by WWE. I have never heard those words uttered from his mouth. I guess you're not that close a friend, are you? I, I have never heard that exact phrase uttered to me. Okay, so you're pleading, pleading <laughs> take ignorance. It, take it for what it's worth. Pleading ignorance as always, the kingpin. <laughs> I just, hey, those are the rules. I played by the rules. All right, well, if you want to hear our fantasy wrestling promotions, you can go back and listen. Every Monday we do a podcast on the NAI Wrestling Network. All you got to do is just search WPAN on your favorite podcast platform. Two feeds will come up, this wrestling podcast about nothing feed, also the NAI Wrestling Network feed. We do one every Monday over there. Make sure you subscribe to both. And uh, as for this podcast, though, we've got Merv Griffin time coming up. That's where we get your thoughts and answer your questions, plus one more chilling chuckle. We'll be immortalized in our Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. But first up, as always, we are discussing a different topic each week voted on by our listeners and followers at the WPAN on Twitter. And this week, Kingpin, the winning topic, worst tag 
team names. How do you feel about this one going into it? By a landslide. Yes. Yes, at least at least half of the vote it went to the worst tag team names. How are you feeling about this one? Well, I like it. It's a good a good one to dig in on here. Yeah, and there's uh, this one of these ones where it's very broad. There are a lot of them. I have a, <laughs> a list here. <laughs> yes, I have a list here that we could go on for days. But this could be a two parter. <laughs> yes, as we established on the top, your time is limited, Kingpin. So we'll have to uh, whittle this down to only the very worst. So when it comes to bad tag teams, off the bat. Let's talk about the Handsome Johnny specials. <laughs> yes. um, we've talked about this, I think, a number of times in this podcast. Warbeard Hansen, our good friend, current IWGP heavyweight tag team champion, he had a penchant for creating these tag team names that, uh, well, I mean, it's, you see it in WWE these days. You see it everywhere where they take a part of one person's name, a part of another person's name, put it together, and that's a tag team name. And no, it's not. It's usually about 98% of the times it's terrible. And uh, I think it's too easy to just go with one of those as our top pick. So I'm not going to go with one of those as my number one pick. But I have a bunch of them here that I'd like like to talk about. Yes, Um, I agree. Let me see here. How about... A good friend of yours. I mean, this isn't a, 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 a combination of two names, but it's a combination of two kind of uh, nicknames, two kind of gimmicks, two kind of uh, parts of their personalities. The tag team of Kofi Kingston and Evan Bourne. They were known as Air Boom. Yeah, on my list too, buddy. Air Boom. <laughs> I just say air. Boo! That one stinks. Wow. Do you want me to text Kofi your thoughts on that? I'm sure he feels the exact same way. <laughs> it's brutal. Absolutely brutal. You know, you know, it's funny, Mike. There probably could have been some sort of connection because at that point, uh, Kofi was doing the Jamaican gimmick still, and uh, we know uh, Evan Porn's uh, affection for marijuana. They probably could have done something along those lines, right? Yeah, high times or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Maybe something a little better that rolls off the tongue a little easier. Do you have any <laughs> do you have any of these type of names on your list? I'm sure you do. Yeah, I yeah, I certainly do. So some of like the uh the, the big show ones, Jera Show. Yeah. Oh my god. Terrible. Terrible. Embarrassing. Yes. Show Miz. Ugh. <laughs> and this one this next one I thought was like I thought this was like a, a handsome Johnny special. Yes. Pretty wonderful. Yes, that is WCW, yes. Pretty Paul Roma and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, yeah. What is pretty about Paul Roma? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, he, yeah, he pretty much stole it when he came up with Pretty Psycho. Which, yes, he did. Which was handsome Johnny and Psycho. <laughs> 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 Not a lot of creativity went into that, as with most of these combination platter type tag team names. Uh, oh, I got one more here for you, Mike. You ready? You ready for this one, buddy? It's a more recent one. All right, I'm strapped in. I'm ready. Rybaxel. Yeah, absolutely brutal, <laughs> brutal. There, there, there's, there's even more. How about low down? Oh, was that um, was that D'Lo Brown and um, Chaz? Yes. Just silliness. How about awesome truth? <laughs> oh, God. Can we go back to lowdown for one second? So th- these are the days of when I was just discovering like the dirt sheets and all and all that good stuff. And I thought lowdown was gonna 
like set the world on fire. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Very disappointed, I'm ge- I guess, in the end, weren't you? I was. They were gonna. I thought they were gonna set the tag team world on fire. Didn't they wear like wraps around their face or some shit? Some sort of turban. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um. How about? I mean, it's not. Yeah, you brought up pretty wonderful. It's not just regulated to WWE. How about the Gangstonators? Ugh. Do you remember that one? No. <laughs> it was when. Um, Perry Saturn left for WCW, and it was New Jack and Cronus. As I could probably uh, figure out by the name who was in it. <laughs> yeah, that was an ECW tag team. How about, oh. let's go uh, in a different direction, TNA, Beer Money, <laughs> which was uh, James Storm and Bobby Roode. One of, the, one of the, the least offensive of the list so far, though. Okay, yeah. How about uh, Team Hell No? Uh, horror. Anything with team in it. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and one more. I'll, I'll just get uh, on the combinations. How about head cheese? <laughs> Which may be the worst. Uh, I mean, it started as like a joke and then it just kind of became their actual name. Like if they if it would have just kept as like the joke, then I think it, I think it doesn't make this list. But. Right, it was Al Snow and Steve Blackman, and Al Snow was yeah coming up with a bunch of these terrible names. He was coming up with a bunch of them, and head, you know, he had head, and then he put one of those cheese head gimmicks on Steve Blackman, and it was head cheese, and yeah, that's the one that stuck. So, yeah, Ugh. we did talk about Chester McCheesington on this podcast before. We certainly did, and thanks for reminding me. I, I it had just been wiped from my memory, but <laughs> thanks for bringing it back. Uh, yeah, so these combination names, any one of these could be a number one pick, but we decided to uh, challenge ourselves, I guess, in coming up with a more terrible tag team, a, a better number one pick than just one of these awful thrown-together ones. I'm going to go, um, let's talk about Well Done, yeah, on, on my on my list here too, buddy. <laughs> Which I guess, if you think about it, it, could be one of these. It's basically a combination name, but the thing about Well Done is is Timothy Well and Stephen Dunn, and I don't understand what their deal was. They, they had like the weird like like singlets, but they were like I, I don't know, like they they were they like, wore their g strings outside of their singlets. Yeah, and they had. Lips, big red lips on their singlets. I don't know. I originally thought they were just like well-mannered gentlemen, and the way they told each other, "Well, hey, well done, well done, good job." But who knows what the hell? It was just a bad gimmick. Whatever the gimmick was, I mean, it's so bad I don't even know what it was. And the team name, terrible. Mike, their counterparts probably in WCW uh, in. Uh a team that's already won an award, I guess, uh, on this podcast. The American Males. Yes, the American Males. I don't understand. Yeah, why are they the American Males? They are American. They are of the male persuasion, but... There you go. That's, I guess that's <laughs> it, yeah. I don't know why I'm so confused about it. They're American Males. What about high energy, Mike? High energy! Yeah, high energy. They were two gentlemen who uh, had a lot of energy, right? I, I guess. <laughs> Owen Hart and Coco Beware. Yeah, that was uh, that was a bad one. Let me go way back um, to one that I just don't understand. 
the fabulous ones. Ooh, this is... Oh. The fabulous ones. There's two of them! <laughs> well, fans of the uh, Book in the Territory podcast, direct your hate tweets at Crocsocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep the hate tweets going. How about any tag team name that ends with a Z? <laughs> any Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys, anything that ends with a Z, you're out of here. Terrible. Bad. Brutal. We'll revisit this. Anything that's a second version or something of something with yes. the word new in it. <laughs> so the new day doesn't count. Okay. The new the new Midnight Express. The new rockers. The new foundation. Yes. All bad. Yes. You are correct, sir. Um how about another one? Let's go in other WWE tag team names that are inexplicable. The Body Donnas. Yeah, another one. Mike, we are we are on the same page, buddy, tonight. <laughs> With Very my rare. melt. <laughs> the, what is a Body Donna? I have no clue, but I will say I would watch Sonny in that era all day long. <laughs> that was a, a nice, uh, yeah. Oh, she was, in that era, she was just outrageous. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... Let me know more of that after this weekend. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh, brother. In the same vein as the Fabulous Ones, the team was originally called the Fantastic Ones, but then they just uh, changed it to the Fantastics. Wow. You would figure these pictures would be coming from me. <laughs> I, I spread it out. I spread the wealth around there, Brian. Everyone, north, south, all over. The Fantastics. What, what, what does that mean? They're they're fantastic, and there's two of them. <laughs> it's it's just yeah, it's whatever. Um, you got anything else before we get to our number ones? I'm sure there's plenty more, but maybe a, oh, a yeah, couple I, more. I got, I got men on a mission on here, Mike. Oh come on! What what is the mission? What is their mission? To win the belts. To sing horrible. Rap songs. <laughs> oh, come on. If you're ready to get busy with Men on a Mission, somebody say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Hit me with another one. Uh, how about the Quebecers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the only reason I think they weren't the Mounties is because didn't they, the WWE catch a bunch of crap for calling the Mountie the Mountie up in Canada? Yes, so, from the Royal Mounted Canadian Police, yes. Yeah, so they teamed them with Jean-Pierre Lafitte, and they became the Quebecers. And they had the, the weird entrance music, too, with the, they just changed I'm the Mountie to We're Not the Mounties. Right. Where are these guys from? Quebec. They're the Quebecers. <laughs> how you like that? How about, how about Techno Team 2000? <laughs> Travis and Troy, you mean? Yes. They were from the future, though, Brian. Just like the new breed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were the, well, the new breed uh, was from the year 2000. Well, I guess they're both from the year 2000. How you like that? Wow. There you go. Maybe Wait they were friends. Maybe they all knew each smokes, other. Mike. <laughs> mind blown right now yeah definitely alright I'm going to take one to task that uh, I, I'm, I'm the heat magnet this week I think on the podcast <laughs> I'm just going to say it the brain busters wow the brain busters I don't understand they're managed by Bobby the Brain Heenan Arn Anderson Tully Blanchard but 
he's the brain, right? He's their manager. He is. But if they're the brain busters, wouldn't they want to bust on the brain? Hmm. It should be the brains busters. Ooh. Right? I guess, but you're not digging a little deep on this one? Maybe a little bit, but even if you just take it at face value, the brain busters just is kind of hokey for two guys like Arn and Tully. I don't know. I kind I kind of like that one. I I, I kind of like that one. You do. Huh. <laughs> uh <Ew. Uh-oh. laughs> you do. <laughs> you got anything? Um. All right. Let me say Strike Force. I'll get that one out of the way. What's wrong with Strike Force? It's <laughs> first of all, it's Tito Santana and Rick Martel, and the way they came up with the name is, you know, as hokey and contrived as it was, was I think it was. Tito that saved Rick Martel, who was being attacked by another tag team, because Rick Martel's original tag team partner, Tom Zank, left from the KM Connection, which may or may not be one of those terrible tag team names. Oh, uh, I'll leave that up to Do you, you out there every listening. Tag team name ever? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But Strike Force, uh, so, okay, so Tito saved Rick Martel, and then they were doing a promo afterwards talking about it, and Tito's like, yeah, I'll team up with you, Rick, and we're going to strike back at those guys with force. <laughs> and the, they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> what a terrible way to come up with a name and it sounds like it's a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. It might have been actually now that I think about it. <laughs> Strike Force. Uh, okay, anything besides uh, your number one? And one last one, Mike. The Allied Powers of Lex Luger and the British Bulldog. Okay, well they were they were allies. U.S. and uh, the, the UK, only thing right? The name was the music. Uh, was it one of those combo musics? Yeah, it was. It was like it would Ugh. play like a couple notes of uh, Bulldogs music, then a couple notes of Lugers, and it would just go back and forth. Uh, that goes hand in hand with the combo tag team names is the combo music. Both are not good. <laughs> <laughs> just makes for an all-around terrible package. Uh, all right, I'll get one more out before we go to the uh, number ones. The Voodoo Kin Mafia. <laughs> VKM. From TNA. Named solely because the initials spell VKM, yeah. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So I'm not saying anything bad about that. I gotta lock horns with one of these fellas on Friday night. <laughs> That's true. And then the other one's running creative in WWE. So I think it's a fantastic yeah, you gotta... name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Kingpin. The number one worst tag team name of all time, in your humble opinion, is all right, Mike. So it's a, it's a mishmash tag team, but it's not a mishmash name. It's just a stupid name. This is um, uh, I guess I don't I don't know. It was like I think in that weird transitional period, kind of between the ruthless aggression era and the attitude era. I'm talking about Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Triple H, and Steve Austin, the two man power trip. Hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Hot garbage. And it didn't last that long because then Hunter got hurt pretty soon after they got started, right? He did. And and I guess, um, I mean, they're not a traditional tag team, but I just thought this name was so egregious, so stupid that it belonged at the top of uh, the top of the list for me. That is, uh, that's pretty much a bad one. I mean, it's... Pretty much a bad one. <laughs> it's, You're very articulate, much. Michael. 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm trying not to say terrible. I've said terrible, I think, 25 times in this podcast so far. I'm trying to stick away, stay away from terrible. Terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, the two-man power trip. I like it. All right. As for me, my number one worst tag team name, I have to go with two. I'm sorry. Tied. Tied for first oh, place. Boy. One is something that is related to one you've already given, Kingpin. You said earlier, you talked about it, the Quebecers, right? Mm-hmm. An all-time bad tag team name. Well, the Quebecers, during the Monday Night Wars, ended up in WCW. <laughs> they couldn't take the going. Quebecers name with them. They couldn't take that powerful, amazing Quebecers name with them. So they had to come up with something better. <laughs> but in turn, they amazingly found a way to come up with something worse. <laughs> Jacques and Pierre. Actually, I think they were Jacques Rougeau and Carl Ouellette at this time. They were called the Amazing French Canadians. <laughs> That, my friends, I'll say it again. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that yes, is one is. of those that is one of those ones they're standing at the curtain. Like uh in Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man movie. What do they call you, kids? <laughs> 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 I have no idea. <laughs> You're the amazing French Canadians. No, I this is one of those ones that came up with two seconds before they went out the curtain, and it shows. The amazing French Canadians. Okay. Maybe even worse than that. Tied, in my mind, for worst tag team name. One of these people, one half of this tag team, was actually our Heel Laugh Hall of Famer just last week on episode 32. It is the Warlord and the Barbarian, the Powers of Pain. Wow. The Powers of Pain. I'll say it again. What does that mean? Tell me, Kingpin. I need to know. They're the powers of all pain. <laughs> <laughs> it makes doesn't make a lick of sense. The powers of pain. It's one of those ones that you just heard so many times that you just kind of like, okay, they're the powers of pain. But they're the powers of pain. Just think about it. it, it you can try to think about it. Your head will swim. The powers <laughs> of pain. <laughs> Why? Why are these men, I I understand they're powerful, I understand they inflict pain, but that name just doesn't make sense. I don't know, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Very convincing, Brian, very convincing. (laughs) Okay, so Amazing French Canadians, The Powers of Pain, both my very worst tag team names, and I need to know out there what you guys think. Let me know, tweet at the WPAN on Twitter. What do you think about our picks? And let us know your own picks for the worst tag team names ever. All right, Kingpin, Brian Malonis, I know we're uh, kind of up against the clock here. Because you're almost on the clock with your fantasy draft. So before we go, do you got any of them dates for this weekend? Mike, Friday night, I'm heading to Campanelli Stadium in Brockton, Massachusetts. I'll be taking on badass Billy Gunn himself. Of the Voodoo Kin Mafia. Yes, of the Voodoo Kin Mafia. What what was he? Uh, He was Kip James, right? Yes, one of the James gang. (laughs) And then uh, on Sunday, Mike, I'm heading out to the Eastfield Mall in western Massachusetts to take on Wrecking Ball Ligurski. 
For Friday night, check out Top Row Promotions on social media, brownpapertickets.com. And for Sunday, find Pioneer Valley Pro Wrestling on all social media platforms. I believe the wrestling event is free, but the meet and greet with Lex Luger and Tugboat will cost you a couple bucks. And I'm sure it'd be well worth it. Ah, absolutely. Lex Luger and Tugboat. Chic tugboat. <laughs> Bring your own turban and put it on him for the picture. That'd be great. I want to ask him about it. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us know uh, the big scoop next week on the on the podcast. Who knows, Mike? Maybe uh, maybe I can get him on the podcast. Yeah, see what you can do. Work your magic. Work your magic. Smooth a little bit. Yeah, there you go. All right, Kingpin. Well, uh, you are dismissed. I will try to handle the balance of this podcast without you. And I thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. Take care. I'm going to go draft us a, a championship winner here. Woo! All right. Okay, it's about that time. That's Merv Griffin time, named for Brian's favorite episode of our favorite show, Seinfeld. We do voicemails over on the NAI Wrestling Network edition of this podcast, so get yours in now. We will play it Monday on that episode. Call 401-584-9726. That's 401 584 W-P-A-N. But the way to participate here on Merv Griffin Time is using our hashtag on Twitter, hashtag W-P-A-N. Jeremy, he is at EP Land NFL. He's talking about our episode the previous Monday with Brian Fury. He says, another great podcast, guys. Interesting insight from Fury. WPAN constantly delivers. Yes, Fury, the head trainer at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Congrats to them. Another accolade to add to their list, Donovan Dijak, now a WWE superstar. So congratulations to Brian Fury and everyone over at the NEPWA on that. And yeah, Fury had great insight on training to become a wrestler. If you want to train to become a pro wrestler, neprowrestling.com. That is the website. That is the place to be. Just look at Sasha Banks, Oni Lorcan, now Donovan Dijak, all WWE, all from the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Thank you very much, Jeremy. The Blade Job. He is at The Blade Job Show. Podcast coming very soon from what I understand. And there might be someone you know on an upcoming episode of that podcast. He says, I just want to listen to the WPAN theme song over and over again. I have no idea why I'm so amused by it. Well, because it's a tremendous, tremendous theme song. Thank you very much, Blade Job, and look forward to hearing your podcast. And speaking of podcasts... Mike Mills from the Book in the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. They're doing it two times a week, Sundays and Thursdays. They just finished up three parts, three episodes with the great Louisville Lip, Jim Cornette. Make sure you check those out on the Book in the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast feed. He says, Mike Mills, PWI 500 puts Brian Malonis in the 500 but leaves Dijak off. I know I'm late, but hashtag that's real classy of them. Yeah, Dijak, uh, I guess an oversight. They tend to have these oversights every year, like where there's just one guy. You're like, how did this guy not end up on the list? Obviously, it's just an oversight. There's just so many wrestlers out there that sometimes these things happen. This year, it was our buddy Dijak, who is not on the PWI 500, but uh, I'm sure he's okay. He's licking his wounds down there at the Performance Center uh, with a brand new contract from WWE. I'm sure he's going to get over it. The Kingpin, in turn, gets to be a little happy that he's on the list at 426 and Dijak is off it altogether. But congrats to the Kingpin, and I don't think I 
I said it earlier, but congrats, of course, to Donovan Dijak. It's great to see the name Donovan Dijak on WWE.com. Of course, if you listen to our podcast with Dijak that we did a while back, I actually gave him the name Donovan. So it's kind of weird seeing the name that I came up with on WWE.com, but that's neither here nor there. Of course, go back and listen to our episode with Donovan Dijak very early on in the podcast. That'll be on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing feed. Go check that out. Uh, Steven! At HHHGuy2004, my nemesis, he says, Thunderbolt Patterson reading cue cards. And he has a, he has a, a gif of a gentleman squinting very closely, trying to read a card. Thunderbolt Patterson, yes, this past week's promo about nothing. And I want to direct you over to YouTube. Something, a little experiment I'm doing here on YouTube. I am actually putting together the promo about nothing video, complete with our thoughts on the promo. You'll see the video of the promo. You'll hear our thoughts about the promo about nothing, the entire segment over at the YouTube channel for the wrestling podcast about nothing. Just search WPAN on YouTube. You'll find us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We need some subscribers over there desperately. And uh, you'll see the first ever video promo about nothing with complete with our comments from this past Monday on the uh, New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. Go check that out. And thank you, Stephen, for your thoughts about Thunderbolt Patterson, a legendary man. And yes, a legendary promo. You have to check that out if you haven't seen that yet. Randall Keough, speaking of legends, a legend of the wrestling podcast about nothing fan base at Randall Keough on Twitter. He says, nobody knows cheating like Brian Malonis. Yes, that's correct. Oh, he's quoting me. That's that's. I said that this past Monday about Brian Malonis picking Donovan Dijak in the draft. I said, no one knows cheating like Brian Malonis. He says, says the guy who picked Judy Bagwell the other week. What's wrong with that? Worst people to hold a world title, Judy Bagwell. Give me an argument there. Give me an argument against that. What, just because it's a tag team and not a singles? Eh, maybe I fudged it a little bit, but that's not cheating. That is not cheating, Randall Keogh. That's all, that's all I'll say about that. Okay, we got some people talking about our teams. We talked about it in the outset when Malonis was here. We each drafted our fantasy wrestling promotions. Ten names from all over WWE, Independence, International, ROH, Global Force, all that. And uh, we have some of the uh, early votes. Oh, Steven. Oh, st- uh, let's skip Steven. Um, oh, Greg Myron, my good friend at Lone Wolf GAM, says, I smell what the crock is cooking with elite wrestling management. Yes, Greg Myron is on Team Croc Socks. He loves elite wrestling entertainment, my 10 man roster, also known as EW. Elite Wrestling Entertainment. Thank you very much for your vote, Greg Myron. Uh, let me see what else here. John Morse says, uh, John Morse, at, at J-O-N-S-U-P-R-M-N, you are my best friend. What are you doing? Let's uh, let's let's get... Oh, John Morse has something else to say here, too. He says, I'm sure at Croc Sox should have drafted at Brian Malonis as his job guy so he can continue to tell the kingpin what to do. That would have been a good idea, but I ended up going with the joke of the best big man in pro wrestling, Keith Lee. Yes. That's not a joke. Keith Lee is a excellent big man, but I think Malonis might have been hoping for another pick from me. But no, it was Keith Lee. Uh, make sure you go check out this past Monday's episode, the Labor Day episode of the Wrestling Podcast about the thing. A lot of fun with that draft day for uh, the Kingpin and myself as we picked the top 10 talents that we'd want on our teams. TK at T-Hog94, the executive producer. He says, well, Croc Sox has me. Oh, until the EC3 pick. Uh, 
TK. You too, huh? Okay, we're going to have to put up a poll, I think. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to put up a poll. I know I was against it this past Monday, but we're going to put up a poll, see what people think, who the best roster is. Who put together the best roster of talent? Is it the Kingpin? Is it Crockett? I guess we'll find out. The poll going up very soon, probably by the time you're listening to this. Big Bad Harmon, at Harmon316 on Twitter. He is from the Maine Event Podcast, the State of Maine, M-A-I-N-E Event Podcast. Last week, he was giving me a very hard time. I was uh, taken aback by the uh, crudeness of his tweets about my old photos that I had posted. Uh, He says his favorite face-painted wrestler has to be at Rumbleflex. Flex Rumble Crunch, recently retired. That was one of the the options in the poll. Favorite face-painted wrestler. It didn't win. It came in, I think, third place out of four. But uh, that's a good pick, Rumble Flex. And I don't think Malonis would agree with that. As much as he gives Sean Burke a hard time, uh, he probably would say Rumble Flex would be at the bottom of the list. Anyway, David Ratty, his question of the week this week is... Do you guys remember when Monday Night Raw would be preempted by the Westminster Dog Show? As a kid, I thought that was just the worst thing ever. Yes, it was. It's hard to believe that a dog show would preempt Raw. I mean, even back in the early days, in the 90s, it had to have been one of the highest rated programs on USA Network. And of course, by the time the late 90s rolled around, they knew better and decided, well, the Westminster Dog Show can wait or we'll put it on a different channel because, you know, once the Attitude Era is in high gear, the Monday Night Wars, the Westminster Dog Show kind of went out the window. I think it was around Labor Day, which I guess probably why David Rowdy is asking this question now, around Labor Day is the Westminster Dog Show and around Labor Day was the first episode of Nitro. So the Dog Show was on and Raw was preempted. So they put Nitro up against the Dog Show, which is absolutely uh, brilliant. It's brilliant decision from Eric Bischoff over there at WCW to put it up against Westminster Dog Show, get everyone tuning over to Nitro, watching the first episode, getting hooked with Lex Luger, everything that's going on there, and then they were off to the races. They made it a competition right out of the gate, thanks in part to the little fluffy dogs on the Westminster Dog Show. Yeah, I remember... Thursday, Raw Thursday would started to come about because the Westminster Dog Show, they kept it on Mondays, but they moved Raw to Thursdays. Uh, yeah, the, the stupid dog show. I, I guess the thing is that the Westminster Dog Show, it may not get the ratings of wrestling, but the clientele that watches the Westminster Dog Show is a little highfalutin in comparison to wrestling fans so they would get higher ad rates for for the dog show that's why it was it took a lot to get them to move the dog show out of that monday night time slot but they eventually did and now we don't have to worry about the westminster dog show invading our monday nights but uh thank you very much for your question david ratty we can't wait to hear what you say next week here on the wrestling podcast about nothing thanks to you and thanks to everyone who is a part of merv griffin time this week we look forward to talking to you on twitter and we will bring you the best of it next week on the wrestling podcast about nothing on bdaradio.com do you like facebook Do you like Facebook groups? Do you like pro wrestling podcasts? Of course you do. You're listening to this one right now. We want you to join our special Facebook group exclusively for pro wrestling podcasters and podcast fans. It's called 
Putting Over Podcasts. That is the name of the Facebook group. We are inviting everyone. It's not just about the wrestling podcast, about nothing. It's about all podcasts, all podcast fans. Please come on over, join our Facebook group, be a part of this community. Just search Putting Over Podcasts. Just put that right in the search bar on Facebook. Come over and join us, be a part of it. Uh, invite your friends, invite your favorite podcaster to be a part of this Facebook group. We would really love it. Putting Over Podcasts is the name of the group. Please come on over and join us, be a part of this growing community. It's been a lot of fun so far. We want you to be there and be a part of it as well. We talked about booking the territory with Mike Mills, of course. There are two podcasts a week. MikeMills.podbean.com. Check in the boots. With Chip and Tony, they are back in a big way. Every Sunday, they are dropping new episodes of Checking the Boots at ChipKCTB, at Referee Tony S. Find them wherever podcasts are available, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, all the usual haunts. And finally, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, that feed just brimming with tons of content, of course. The Thursday flagship show run by Jason now and Troy. And you have the rundown sit-downs, the special interviews that Jason does, Nitro Mania podcast, the NXT flashback episodes, so much more on the Rundown Wrestling podcast feed. Be sure to check it out. Tell them that Mike and Brian sent you from the WPAN. Okay, on this podcast, we have made the effort to establish a very unique, very exclusive Hall of Fame. Now, in life, as in wrestling, the number one way to tell people they are up to no good is through laughter. Yes, I hearken back to those immortal words once uttered by my friend, my friend Tarzan Taylor. He said, all it takes is that one over-exaggerated guffaw to let everyone know you're pure evil. So, with that said, I am humbly submitting this week's inductee to the wrestling podcast about nothing's Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. With us now, the national heavyweight champion, Tully Blanchard, and his manager, J.J. Dillon. You know, David Crockett, one of the big things that I get asked often is why did you pick James J. Dillon to be administrative director of Tully Blanchard? Because the man has inspired, he has powers that no other human being has. Now, what I've written down in here is a question. Now, James, without ever seeing a question, can you answer it? Well, I would first want to say that Tully Blanchard, I hope I've been an aid to you in your career because I know you've been an inspiration to me. You've developed in me psychic powers I never had before. I'm going to see if I can figure out the answer before I know what the question is. Aha! I have it. The answer is because Tully Blanchard hit him so hard when he knocked him out, he doesn't know what his name is. Now let's see what the question is. It's been hermetically sealed. The question is, why does Ronnie Garvin wear a towel around his neck with his name on it? <laughs> And you know, a man like that, he wants to get in the ring and tape his dukes up and go 10 three-minute rounds. You know, J.J., every day he looks in the mirror, every night he looks in the mirror, when he brushes his teeth, every breath he takes, he has to go back and think about the time that I went bingo, and down he went. And the last words that came out of his mouth as he was looking up, and J.J. and I looking down at him like this, I quit, I, please. Please, no more. I quit. You know, you want to think back, Roberto Duran, that great fighter, the other man with the hands of stone. What did Sugar Ray Leonard to him? Hit him. Bingo. No mas. No mas. No mas. Well, Garvin, you and him are the same. Hit the road. All right. Well, yes, we're going down south. Oh, not 
not that way. We're going down to Southern Wrestling. I spent a lot of time with the heel laughs in the North. Why not get one of the best from the South? Tully Blanchard, J.J. Dillon, of course, members of the Four Horsemen, and they can cackle with the best of them. You heard it. The most over-exaggerated guffaw I can think of in recent memory here on the Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. They really impressed themselves, and they really... uh belted one out there and i'm really impressed uh i'm trying to think whether i enjoy a overdone heel laugh like that more or something a little more understated like last week's heel laugh from slick (laughs) just something a little more demure if you will I don't know. I still like that. Tully Blanchard, J.J. Dillon laugh. They really impressed themselves doing a little Karnak, a little maybe Tiarnak, if you're a fan of the 605 Super Podcast. But uh, yeah, Tully Blanchard, J.J. Dillon, the next members of the Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. And check them out in all their glory. Find the link to the video in the description of this episode or go to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing page on BDARadio.com. All right, if you want to book the Kingpin, he talked earlier about his dates. If you want to book him to be a part of your wrestling show, Brian Malonis at Comcast.net or DM him on Twitter at Brian Malonis. And for more on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing and to check out BDA Radio's MMA podcast, A Man Walks Into an Armbar with Chad Alden and Paul St. Amon Jr., head on over to your home for MMA and wrestling talk, BDARadio.com. And please, if you want to support our efforts, the best way to do so is buying our t-shirt. Pick up the Curtain Jerker official WPAN t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash New Age Insiders. Thank you very much to the New Age Insiders for letting our t-shirt in their store, or you can just visit facebook.com slash the WPAN. Just hit the big blue shop now button at the top of the page. It will take you directly to our shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees. Buy the Curtain Jerker WPAN t-shirt today. And we will be back next Monday with episode 73 of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on the NAI Wrestling Network. Then catch us back here for the next edition of the WPAN on BDARadio.com and the Podcast Radio Network. Till then, he was the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I am Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko, and thanks for nothing. Nothing.